0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Gen X-Men. I am one of your co-hosts, Anthony Simeone, and I'm here as usual with...
1: Derek Everman, how you doing?
2: Dan, how how are you? <laughs>
0: good, and, Dan. Thank you. And uh, we are all here now communicating to you. We are communicating from the post-Trump apocalypse <laughs> world of <laughs> in late a 2016. Somewhere. Uh, we are in New Jersey. Or uh, and uh, but seriously, are uh, is it an <laughs> apocalypse? Is this the end of the world? Of course, it's the end of the world as we know it. Uh, so gentlemen just for a little bit and I know Dan has expressed his uh I think
2: we should give Trump a chance okay
0: (laughs) thank
1: you I respectfully vehemently disagree
0: he's just saying that because that's all he wants us to talk about politics he doesn't want to talk about politics at all because he's fed up with it which I don't blame you give peace a chance
1: right I'm not I'm not sure that Trump is the harbinger of peace, so okay. I I don't know that that would be appropriate at this point. All right, let's 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 talk about our feelings yes. for a second. Le- How Derek, that why don't
0: you start? Why don't you start? How do with you your feel feelings?
1: post-election 2016, well, Anthony? Well, I I feel you, disgraced. Okay. Disgusted. Tell us about it. Uh, certainly disappointed. At very very least disappointed, and I I don't. Um, uh, and here's the thing. I wasn't all that surprised by it. I had a very bad feeling. I don't want any cold chicken nuggets. Thank you, then. I had a very bad feeling about it going into it. I don't know why. I, I Everybody wants to blame Comey. I, I don't think that's the case. I think there's just like the reason he won, there's a myriad of reasons that going into this that she lost. Yeah,
0: I, I had no illusions that I was not going into it just assuming. And I am a big anti-assuming kind of person assumptions are really the path of destruction for humanity throughout time i think assumptions have always been our downfall like just like assuming that everyone in the world loves us and then in 2001 you know people that we thought loved us flew some jumbo jets into a couple buildings in new york city i mean i think we get complacent and honestly i wonder how much complacency went into this election how much complacency people didn't turn out because they assumed hillary would just have enough votes and you know everyone would vote and there's no way trump can win because it's crazy because that's unthinkable and then we assume then people didn't turn out in force now granted if obama was running maybe people would have turned out but hillary not so likable i I don't
1: i don't i don't i I, I respectfully disagree i think that the the turnout as per usual i mean it's 46% I, Forty-six
2: I percent of
1: the country did not did not vote. vote, and that's pretty routine for an election for the president. I mean, it's it's higher in the and, off presidential years.
2: And what was it like? What were the numbers? Was it like fifteen thousand or one hundred fifty thousand people voted for Harambe? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 heard I, that I've, that I've is heard that. Absurd. Part.
1: I heard that they wrote in. Yeah, they wrote in Harambe. Um, I, I heard there were a lot of places like Michigan, tens of thousands of people that that voted straight down the democrat ticket but did not vote for president at all so they didn't vote for hillary or trump but i think i mean i think you can you can break down the numbers and you can you can, you can none of them are going to point to why you, voter turnout is always poor in this country It's always 50% or Open between days. 50 and 60% It was a little higher I think when President Obama Was first elected but it wasn't much past 60 If at all
0: So <clears throat> uh, as is the mandate of this show Let's bring it back to Generation X As is the mandate well, of the show I've been trying to find, first of all I posted yeah. on our Facebook page within the last week After the fallout of the election I posted an article Which was from Forbes It was a Forbes article, I'm looking at it right now Right And it, the title of the article is The 2016 Elections Generation Gap And it has an infographic Guess which generation was not mentioned In this article at all I could take a few guesses But I probably don't need them The first two don't count I'll give right. you three of them And the first two <laughs> Right Generation X was not mentioned It says This year for the first time Millennials and baby boomers Enjoyed a relatively equal playing field In terms of electorate size Blah No Gen X mentioned. So again Is this the the existential question of this show is that our fault? Are we not speaking up enough? Are we not turning out? Is it just was sheer, we're just sheerly outnumbered? I mean, can we or, even make it? Or an are we
2: truly forgotten?
0: Well, but is that our fault? Which I would say yes, because we're not speaking up. Well, I, is it our fault? Because <laughs> I'm, a, listen, I'm looking at the article here. It says, and it doesn't break down by gener- it breaks down by age ranges. So you're looking at, and it's, so it's kind of skewed. So if we're thinking. Uh, generation X is roughly 40 to 50 right now, or what's mm. the spread?
1: Somewhere around there, yeah. Because if you're looking at... 39 to 50, somewhere around there.
0: Ages 30 to 44 voted 42% for Trump, 50% for Hillary. So they lumped us in with... But then it jumps well, in with... But then it's 45 to 64, so that's a huge range. Well, what
1: they're doing right there is breaking... They're breaking our generation right down yeah. the middle. Exactly. I mean, that's... that's I mean To be fair From what I've read And again I don't Who knows how true this is Now But Genuinely genu- I'm sorry Generally We are We are Split Even Roughly Fairly even Conservative liberal You know left right Whatever you want to call it Democrat Republican Some of those are synonymous I guess nowadays But We are generally Generally Split even So If the millennials Take one side And the baby boomers Take the other side You know with a couple of Um Exceptions here and there or Are we just divided in the middle Which is clearly I think What this article is saying I mean it's you know They're kind of just Split this in half Yeah I mean it looks like, <laughs> like Everybody else does Like for us 45
0: to 64 They said 53% went Trump 44% went Clinton And then on the other side It was 30 to 44 year olds Went 50% Clinton 42% Trump So it seems like yeah they lo- If you're on the younger side Of Generation X maybe Roughly You're voting for Clinton it looks younger, like. younger, ex, younger gen X, younger, later millennials, which is uh, the three of us
1: would be later or younger Gen X, later Gen X, you know, and we would be, I'm sure we're closer with, you know, early millennials, right? Age wise, right? Uh, you know,
0: Bracket wise, but uh, so yeah. we skew closer to more liberal, uh, but yeah. I
1: think, yeah, I, I but where, are, what's the, what's the cutoff? Like, lump everybody together. What's the cutoff? Where does it happen? What, why, why are, I also read 40- to 60-year-old males. 40- to 60-year-old white males were Trump's biggest base as but a whole. But what part of the country? Are we talking See, our, Rust Belt? Because well, the we Rust Belt
0: showed up big time. Yeah. yeah.
1: We always talk about parts of the country. And I, that's – maybe that's – I we mean there's a – build that wall. There's a couple it's, things we have to address. Uh, I always want to say, well, this is the first thing we need to deal with. This is the first thing we need to deal with. We need to get rid of the friggin' electoral college. We need to – Focus on the next two years and winning back Congress. You if get you're a liberal progressive, system is what need to do. but you're not going to get. But here's the thing, Dan. Ironically, you did that in this election because Trump. Yeah, he might have ra- he might have run the Republican Party and he's you know, working with them now. But isn't he technically a third-party candidate? I mean, if you think about it, you put if you put a little bit of thought on that, it's like he he ran as an outsider. He was not favored by the Republican establishment. He he's he's scorned Republican. He's,
0: but well, unfortunately, yeah, he but, maybe is the banner man for the alt-right if you want to uh, talk about not that they're a party But right. that the 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 conservatives the Republican Party has fractured forget the Tea Party Tea Party's old news but I don't know if the Tea Party morphed into this alt-right, but the alt-right has just become this blanket thing where you know they're saying that not everyone in the alt-right is a racist, but I I I, well, I thought that was
1: that was the alt right. Uh, Here's the thing. Let's I, let's say I'm let's, let's get faith. rid of the alt
0: right term altogether. <laughs>
1: let's uh, that's it's just. But you like, know you're going to be
0: hearing that from now on until but, like but, 2020. But, but that, alt-right, that that alt-right. glosses
1: over that 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 extreme hatred. That that glosses over that, and I think it puts too it puts too gentle of a touch or too gentle of a spin on that. I don't think that's fair. I, I don't think that's fair to people that aren't. <laughs> I don't think that's fair to the, where the people that are at the receiving end of their hate. Alt right is bullshit, and you need to get rid of that. Like, just it's ridiculous. Why is Your hate groups, because your hate groups just a euphemism. Yeah, it's 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 for it's it's groups. yeah, it's it's it's.
2: Sorry. So it's it's. it's <laughs> why don't you
1: yawn to the fucking mic? That's helpful next time. <laughs> I will. Guys, it's, it's, play it's, nice. It, it just glo- it glosses over the reality of how. Crude that situation is. I don't agree with that. But can we get back okay. to the? Can we get back to the? You, you mentioned part of the country. I, I think we need to get rid of the red state, blue state mentality as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, because all states are purple with the, with the exception of a few square states out in the middle. There, states are purple. There's there's a lot of people on both sides in every state. In every state, there's cities. There's people that gravitate towards the blue, mostly in those cities. Those are the counties that are more densely populated. Those tend to be the bluer counties. And the red counties are more spread out. Those are, so then the mainstream
0: media is perpetuating the myth. The myth of solid red state, blue state. Did you? But
1: why wouldn't you? If that's the electoral college, why wouldn't you go that way? But that's so you're saying the electoral college. I'm saying. All of that. It's not not just like there's many reasons people voted for Trump. There's many reasons that led to his rise. There's many reasons that things are screwed up as they are. There's many changes that need to be made within the system is what I'm saying. There's no one simple answer, which Trump seems to be the champion of. And there's no one problem that we have to solve. There's numerous problems that we have to solve. Did you guys
2: see uh, see, uh, Saturday Night Live The Chappelle? Oh, some of it, yeah. That
0: was great to see Dave Chappelle back, man. Did yeah. you
2: did you see the uh, news segment that they did? They showed I map. fell asleep I didn't it. They get showed the... a map of the country broken down by counties and like like blue and red and everything. And they're like, Yeah, it looks like uh uh what was it um one of those like off off cellular things. He's like it looks like they're cell coverage
0: maps.
1: Oh yeah. 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 It does,
0: <laughs> man. That that's a good point. But he yeah, he did he, he did a whole skit with... Uh, and Chris Rock came in. Yeah, and they was were hilarious. they were at an election viewing party. Yeah. And everyone yeah. else in the room was white. And they're all drinking wine and whatever. And they're like... As My they,
2: friend at the Huffington Post. Uh, the, I'm like, yeah. And it's like the <laughs> failure of... And they
0: were talking about... And this everyone's talking about, oh, yeah, it's a shoe-in blah And everyone's like, yeah, you sure about that? Like, you know, uh, the Chris best Rock part, and Dave
2: Chappelle. The best like, part. This is the most disgusting thing this country's ever done. And they're like,
0: ah! Yeah, they start cracking up. Yeah, right. This yeah. is I, I don't well, know. Well, but uh, but I mean,
1: doesn't that But well, listen, okay. Isn't that part of the problem too? Well, I mean, blame whitey. No, I mean, the skit was funny and it was appropriate for those for that type of person that was surprised you by it. You can't this. blame the white people. Dude, the, you can't or you can you have to.
2: No, you can't. You can't just blame white people for this.
1: Mm, you kind of, you kind of, you okay, can't blame all. So you can't blanket all white people. All the because
2: Latinos that won it and voted for him. Very small percentage. And all the blacks that voted for him. Very, very small percentage. And the freaking
1: women that voted for him. Big percentage. White women too. Big percentage. Yes, women and but mostly white. Seventy white people are seventy percent of the electorate that voted. Seven, what
2: the yeah, hell is that? You know I mean?
0: So
1: where's that
2: cold air coming
1: from?
0: I have a window open. Just because I'm letting some of the uh, the man vapors escape from the uh, <laughs> the studio here. I was wondering why it's so cold here. I'll close the window. What made your French fries cold? <laughs> yeah. It's that's uh, your fault.
2: Here we
0: go. My fault. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, so um, I I I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of I'm the kind of person who likes to blame myself first. I like to look to myself. <laughs> no, and I, I think that's healthy. I don't think enough people do that. I think. Anytime something's happening in the world, I'm like, OK, what could I have done? It's almost like I have this, you know, the moment at the end of Schindler's list, you know, when he's like, oh, I could have given my ring and traded it in. And I could have saved more people. Like, You know what? I think it's healthy. I blame you, too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Thank you. It's all my fault. I'm Satan. I'm I I am the Antichrist. It, so. No, but I think it's seriously I think it's healthy to say, OK, what? What <laughs> it, maybe and I, it, I had this come to Jesus moment and I said, maybe I shouldn't look who hasn't made fun of rednecks. Here, I mean, I have, who hasn't made fun of, like, but see, I grew up in a working class family, so, but I was the first one to go to college, so, not that my family's rednecks, but, you know, I, I know I was attacked for my own, for my intellect when I was a kid amongst, like, my peers and my family, because I was the first one, oh, college boy, Mr. Booksmart, blah, blah, and kind of got beat on for the machismo, from the machismo side of things, but I, you know, maybe my own bias or my own hurt growing up, uh, you know, I know that I've made fun of lesser educated people. I've made fun of like I've done like, hey, guys, let's go get some six packs and go shoot our guns. Like I know I've made fun of and I've kind of maybe I haven't belittled them, but I've ignored them. Like any any of the people who are in the rural Pennsylvania or even rural New Jersey, like there's Hicks in New Jersey. Right. The, oh, all, right. There's like Pines yeah, and whatever. And like we make fun of them. But maybe we shouldn't be laughing now. Who's right, laughing now? So, so right? what, you're, what you're saying is we've
1: alienated that that very large segment of the population, yes, the, the rural white or, or, or middle class white person that that doesn't follow the elitist progressive ways or that doesn't care as much about and that, and is frankly and suspicious of academia
0: and academics right, and people okay. who went to so we've college. So we dismiss them,
1: and what we need to do is, is, is say, wait a minute, what about you, poor white folk? In no, I'm not. I'm not not being sarcastic. Hold on, hold on. I'm not being sarcastic. hear hear me out. Okay. So, and I agree with that. I mean, there's a lot of, the world is changing. Obviously, we're going we're going into an interesting place, technology wise, future wise, whatever you want to call it, politically, and a lot of the a large portion of the segment feels left out. They feel left out economically because they feel like like factories and and jobs. Factories are closing, jobs are leaving. That way of life is going away. That's not going to change with any president forever for
0: the rest of time. Exactly, that life is changing and it's not coming back. So they've been sold a bill of goods. I feel doubly bad for them because Trump's right. saying he's going to bring it back, but he's not. So, and, but and 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 to be
1: fair, and I will admit this, I think this is fair to say they're ignored for the most part. Absolutely, the, the working class is genuinely ignored. Fair to say, whether it's you know urban factories or or you know plants out in the Midwest or you know. Rural factories, whatever you want to call it, they're ignored. And the elites, Republican and Democrat, left and right, have ignored them. I think everybody Is that fair to say?
2: in the middle and lower class have been ignored in this country for okay. many years.
1: That's fair. So, so ignoring that large voting block, ignoring that large part of the population, was wrong from both political parties. And society has dismissed them. Okay. And that's fair to say. However, you still get no sympathy from me because every time I see Black Lives Matter riots or, you know, anti-police brutality or whatever the minorities are going through in the cities, I don't see that segment of the population getting sympath- or being sympathetic to that. I don't see farmers lining up saying black lives do matter. I don't see x factory workers getting together and saying yes, you know, certain minorities don't get a fair shake from the beginning. Well yeah, but farmers They're not are sympathetic and- to them either. We there's there's no sympathy going out in that way and there's no sympathy coming in from either direction. So yes, we can say well, we ignored them. The elites moved on from the working class people, but the working class people never really gave a shit about anybody else either. Yeah, you're right.
0: I mean, where's individually, the I'm,
1: I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I mean, individually, yes, yeah. they're decent we're, people. I'm talking in general. Generalizing, right? That like, group of people doesn't get together and march and say, "We don't want any more police brutality." Yeah. We get from them. Stand up for the national anthem, Colin Kaepernick. Like, who does that, don't burn that flag. Right. Without taking, you respect the, the police. Blue lives matter. Well, come they're on. They're not you, taking. Yeah, you, if into you want respect and you want to be paid attention to, then you need to pay attention to the plight of the people on what you perceive as the other side.
0: Not that there is right. another side. There's a. We're all in this together. And there's, that's a the, right. there's a lack of empathy. Right. There is a lack of empathy from both sides. From both sides. Right. Because everyone's. And, and honestly, I blame the Internet. I mean, here's the thing. Well, that's the, more than the Internet, well, though, man. That goes, I know. that goes back a long it, it way. It goes back, but I think the – you're right. But the Internet, I think, and social media and the echo chambers that can be created on the Internet, and the irony of the Internet is it was supposed to get us all to communicate even better. It was all supposed to get us to understand democratizing information and knowledge and getting everybody to know each other. But really what the Internet has done in a lot of ways has created echo chambers. Because when you were just watching TV back in the day, you know, you're getting 3, six, ten, blah, like when we were younger. You know, you're getting all, you're not getting, but then as the internet rose, and especially with social media and how quickly things can proliferate, you can selectively get, you get selective hearing and selective news. You can pick the most, whatever... Whatever organization echoes your feelings back about the world and it confirms you, it's like you get confirmation bias all the time and it's been echoed and magnified. So yes, you're right. Those kind of compartmentalized little factions have always been there. But now the Internet and arguing over the Internet and that's everyone gets all these echo chambers and it (coughs) reverberates and it magnifies this isolation. And I think it's balkanizing us more. And it's that's the irony of the Internet. It was supposed to give us access to people all around the world. But now we're seeing this rise of nationalism again. We're seeing all these ultra nationalist kind of like movements, populist movements. Where and but I think the internet caused that because you can go into your little echo chamber and talk to hundreds of thousands of people of the same mindset and it radicalizes you. I think you get radicalized, whatever your viewpoint is, liberal, you know, conservative, you can become radicalized in your way of seeing things because you have so many people like a mob. you have an instant virtual mob you can tap into, and it just it radicalizes you and I think that's what I really worried about
2: you know to add to that, you know back in the day. You could walk away from the TV and do other things and not be affected by, say, the media or whatnot. You know, now it's everywhere. Yeah,
0: it's everywhere in your pocket. You look. It's, it's always beaming at you. From exactly.
2: Everywhere. like, And it's like there's like almost like no escape from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I so totally like, agree with Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they're going to bombard you with absolutely everything they have. You know, ratings so, and, come, and it's all ratings you it's, click all it's all angles. clickbait, clickbait
0: yeah. and it's all ratings so that's why idiots like Alex Jones and all the other extremist <laughs> talk show hosts on that are liberal or otherwise liberal conservative libertarian whatever that's why they they're pushing products and they're just trying to get money. They're just trying to make money. And they the reason the way you get clicks is by pissing people off. The way you get listeners is by being extreme and by being outrageous. Like, right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the you have Howard to, Stern legacy, almost. Like, you have
1: you know. to scream in this in this marketplace. You have to scream to get noticed right. at all Because you're, you're so right, gone are the days of the newspaper that say, "Here's the here's the argument. You decide for yourself." Now it's like, well, somebody posts something. I can go and find what I what's going to confirm my feelings versus what I'm going to right. learn about the real situation. I'm going to go quickly find, talk it's to a bunch easier. of people who will tell me my that. feelings are right. Right. I agree right. with that and to a point you know and that had, again just like many parts of this election it's one aspect of it. I don't think that's the entirety of it because you still have on TV yelling and screaming flat out you know orange face demagoguery like that is that is as old as human civilization and that that occurred and that that you can't escape. The guy makes fun of a of a of a disabled person, and he's a hero for it. He he, me, he he talks about women in that manner, and he's a hero,
0: maybe not for it, but regardless of it. Well, Derek, he says what he he says what he thinks. Right. He's he's, he's a straight PC. shooter.
1: He's a straight shooter. What he doesn't say is that he doesn't give he a shit about thinks. the blue cl- about says the what middle was class. in
0: front of him. I just don't like no, every, Dan, every
1: he, no, no, he no. He did not read anything. I mean, he, I'm sure he did here and there. But Eventually, he, he just got up
0: and spoke his mind or said whatever he wanted to say, and it, it people bought that. But see, that's the thing. It's I think this whole thing that oh, PC's bad. I think everyone kind of demonized PC. Uh, like, who yeah, even was becomes, thinking about it anymore? Yeah,
1: that becomes the that PC. becomes part of it. Yeah,
2: but here's PC is a big problem in this country. Is
1: it? Is it though? Is I mean, it? is it or is it I the perception so. of it? can we can we be honest? like you can't you can't condemn black lives matter and say damn it i want my well, I want you to pay attention to my way of life and and wave the rebel flag like it doesn't work like you can't you have to under a, a reasonable person should be able to understand why that's contradictory a reasonable person should be able to say you know what I, I may not totally understand that but i have to see my own hypocrisy when i wave you know when i demand that my way of life is respected like i i, I don't i just don't understand why there's so such a breakdown I take that back. I do understand why there's such a breakdown between understanding of either side, and I believe racism
0: has a lot to do with that. Oh yeah, or at least totally indifference to it.
1: Like let's let's get this flat out there. I, I at the
0: beginning of this whole thing, I thought, uh, well, yeah. assuming that racism is gone, no, is the well, 21st yeah, century.
1: That's the, that's the one. If anything, Trump has brought us. It's that you can't deny that racism is alive and Absolutely. well. Absolutely, no that's side whole can whole deny that anymore. That's it's one thing we by can't. Isolation. Right, but um, now I lost my train of thought. Sorry, Choo-choo. it's okay.
0: But uh, it, was it about racism? <laughs> no, it's
1: I, always about racism. Oh, that was what I was gonna say. I
0: was gonna say that you know from the beginning I thought if you supported Trump, you're
1: racist. There's flat out. There's just no way. I mean, I hate to put, I hate to speak in absolutes, but that's I I I, I had a hard time seeing around that. I still kind of believe that. But let's <laughs> say you're, not, let's say you don't
0: consider yourself racist. Okay,
1: but you're at least indifferent to it. And that is the problem as well, because so you might as well be you're here.
0: you're turning a blind eye. If you yes. voted for Trump, I yeah, I and don't you think you're say, racist, well, but you're turning mm, and you're ignoring it. Because I've I've I have in po- post election days the since Osher the election, syndrome. I have I have confronted people, and I was like, okay, yeah, me too. If you've so, what do you think? Okay, you voted for Trump? Why? And what do you think about his racist comments? And they usually lose their lose their shit. And they right. don't respond, and they just change the subject. And I'm like, okay, so you're turning a blind eye. You're turning your back to it. And I'm sorry. That reminds me of the priest in World War II. You know, they came for the socialists, and I wasn't a socialist, so I didn't do anything. And then they came for the Jews, and I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't do anything. So, you know, that's just to me is a turning a blind eye. Is that oh, it doesn't affect me because I'm not a minority. So blah. So Trump came for the minorities, and it wasn't me. So it, I just it, it smacks of that to me. It's, you know, okay, so. I want my money to be safe. I need to vote Republican because I I'm worried about my money. And even though he says all this stuff about racism, I'm gonna swallow that bitter pill, so just so my money will be safe because I need fiscal conservatives in in power. How does that make you feel? I I see. I can't vote for like I, I can't. I couldn't. I, can't I couldn't, put couldn't money, stomach that. I can't it's a put, lack of conscience.
1: I can't conscience. put money ahead of of those issues. I can't. See, you're right. For
0: some people, Dan, it might be a lack of conscience, but I think for a lot of people, it's just fear, flat out. Like yeah, I got to get mine. Either. I got to yeah. keep myself safe. I got to keep my loved ones safe. So it's, 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 uh, again, it's just looking out for number one, looking out for yourself. I mean, and I couldn't in good conscience. Like I told you the story the other day, there, like I used to go to Baptist church when I was a kid and right. you know, I felt great. I accepted the Lord Jesus as my savior. my mom took me to church and it was great community, blah. But then the little thing about, you know, everyone else that doesn't believe what we believe is going to hell. And yeah. I kept hearing that message yeah, and, and I, I, I It didn't take long before I said to myself, "I can't believe in this anymore. I can't because I had this such a guilty conscience. Like, okay, sure, and like, but that's what they tell you: go out and convert, go out and convert people to Jesus, and bring people to. I'm like, yeah, but what if I don't? What if I can't? What if I'm not good at it? And then all these people are going to hell. Like, I can't sit here and believe I'm the chosen. I'm (laughs) part of the chosen people. That's and that's the same thing. It's it's like how can you you vote for Trump and just ignore it? Why? Why is that
2: funny, Dan? Because I I used to go to. uh, a youth group yeah. back in the day, right? And uh, I actually got kicked out of it because I started questioning uh, the existence of quote unquote
1: God.
0: Oh yeah, don't ask questions.
1: Oh, it was the funniest well, thing. As ever. an atheist, yeah, they don't like to have them around
0: yeah. church groups.
1: You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but but let's let's okay.
1: So we have a divided country. Blah blah blah. You know. What can Gen we,
0: X do about well, it? Well, I don't. I, I, don't I don't know, know that.
1: Uh, maybe 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 because we are in the middle maybe because uh, the boomers are concerned for their end of days, oh. <laughs> for their retirement. Millennials are concerned for the future. Gen Xs may be concerned for the now, if you want to put it that way. I would like to think Either so. way, let, let's say, the, let's say the, the blue areas of the country don't pay much attention to the red areas, and the red areas don't want to hear the problems of the blue areas. Let's say that that's the reality across the board. And again, individual by individual, that's obviously, I'm sure, not true. But as a generalization seems to be the case we still need to find a way to come together we still need a way to find we still need to find a way to fix you know the jobs leaving the country which you're not i'm sorry you're not going to fix that but you need to find a way to change that culture wherever these people are that feel they're losing their jobs that they feel that their way of life is is going away there has to be a way to solve or at least to work towards solving that, and they have to, in turn, say, you know what, maybe the people that have been historically downtrodden in this country do have a point. Maybe it is still going on in a certain way. Maybe the white people actually do have a problem instead of just being poor whitey that, that you know, you have nothing to complain about. Because, you know what, they do.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, people on the... You
1: know, Trump's you know, not the answer, right. but, but there are problems on both but sides, and we both need to... build
0: problems on well, both sides, uh, on all sides. I think... It's, there's definitely he,
1: disillusionment. I think he's a highlighter. I think that's all he is. You know, he kind of he kind of he, he he
0: highlighter made it, we're stuck with for four years. He
1: he made it stick out. He didn't he didn't do anything profound. He just tapped into the basis, the basis fears of everybody.
0: Right. You know, he it, tapped into the zeitgeist the fear and yeah. exploited it. Yeah. But great. Circled
1: it and put a star next to it and yeah. said, hey, this is what's yeah, going
0: so, on. Yeah, so, I mean... Uh, Not that he cares. But, but can we, as Gen X, do we have a potential? I mean, okay, so what are the aspects of Gen X? We're stubborn. We have a disrespect for authority. We want to rise mm-hmm. up and, like, kind of mm-hmm. shout. I, think, I don't think we want to rise up. I think okay. we're more
1: aloof. But I think we're in that part of our life... Where we are, maybe, maybe we're, at the, we're at the appropriate crossroads to be able to actually do anything. You know, the boomers are going to be set in their ways. The millennials, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, who knows? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say they're not able to
0: because they certainly are capable. Um, but what do we do to bridge the gap? I mean, is there a way to bridge the gap between the generations uh, and to... And to bridge the gap between, I think Gen X is uniquely qualified because I think we're I, open-minded. I, I, we I may do. Be aloof. I do. Right. Maybe aloof. Right. Maybe stubborn. But I think we're open-minded enough. Right. That
1: aloofness does not prevent us from action. I agree with that. I think that we're
0: idealistic for the most part. Uh, yes. I, I believe that we have the potential for say those people who maybe they need to be helped. Like, listen, I'm sorry people in the Rust Belt your job is not coming back the way you thought it but maybe we can teach you some new skills I mean if you're a baby boomer and you're reaching retirement you know there's maybe still something we can do to teach you some new skills maybe that's not you know and then for younger people in the Rust Belt and younger people in urban and then for younger minorities in urban settings where they're having their own struggles I mean, you know is there a way we can say listen there are people that want to bridge the gap there are people that want to maybe we need to be the mediators between not just generations but mediators between age groups, mediators between balkanized groups. That if we want to break up that balkanization, maybe classes. is there a place? Yes, but between class, between yeah. race. You know, if, if economic, if there's anything we can do to bridge those gaps, I, I think we need to start exploring.
1: Them. If we, if we are in the financial prime of our life, that makes us an ideal candidate for that, right. that situation. But there has to be certain concessions, like the older group. I mean. I, I, if I hear one more – I'll say it. If I hear one more baby boomer say Obama was the worst president ever, I'm going to – I mean, come on, man. Yeah. I, I, and listen, let's Ridiculous. say for whatever reason – I and I don't know why people are so angry, averse to health care. I don't understand why Americans are so upset about that because – I don't. I think they genuinely don't, and I think this is part of the problem, is They don't realize what's really going on. Just like the minimum wage thing, they think that it's all for teenagers flipping burgers, and it shouldn't be raised because it's going to put a burden on smaller business. That's not the reality of it. Most people on minimum wage are adults trying to support families. Let's. Why can't you accept that? Why can't you accept that human decency should come before? anything else really before nationalism before national pride before patriotism be a decent human being let's care for people first why is that so offensive to people if you want to call it socialism or you want to blame socialism then you can take your kids out of public school you can stop using the roads don't call the police or fire department if you have a problem certainly don't take medicare medicaid social security get rid of all that because if you're going to bitch about one entitlement then bitch about all of them you know but to be fair maybe there is a need for welfare reform maybe there is a problem but we keep people dependent on the system and you know we can do it we can afford it sort of sure but does it get us anywhere but have does it keep a, a certain aspect of our society down does it does it perpetuate oppression does think, it do that i, that's I think the thing. it's possible that it You're does right.
0: so the liberals can't be so defensive we, we there needs to be acceptance of compromise again
1: you need to get rid of white guilt and white pride all at the same time you That's need, a good point. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> you need to get rid of both of those sides of that issue from right. the get go. Say, you know what? Our, we did do wrongs. America is is tainted away. We are we do we are imbrued by the by the stains of our past, and that still continues today. However, we have to start making concessions when it comes to keeping entire to keeping entire groups of people or keeping large numbers of people dependent. Right.
0: Not for us. But for them, so each side needs to come to a point where they, where they allow themselves to question. They need to get to a point where they allow themselves to question their standpoint, and that's why I worry about that. We're so, we're everyone's in their own bubble so much. They're so bubbleized that (laughs) no one wants to come out of. And again, it's because the internet has we it created these echo chambers. Again, the echo chamber concept. You know, now we're we're we've gone we've doubled down. All of us have doubled down on our position. So now I feel like it's going to make it even harder for us to reach compromise and to re and to start trying to. Because I think honestly, I I you need to doubt yourself a little bit. You need to be secure enough in yourself to doubt yourself and to doubt your position you cannot believe all the time that you are a hundred percent in the right and i think that that is the major stumbling block going forward because no one wants to admit that they may need to change or they may need to grow or they may need to see what the other side's thinking a little yes, bit yes but because that seen is weakness now you you also have to get rid of and this
1: is—I think this is primarily a, a, a middle-class, middle-aged white thing, honestly. Not to hark on this, but you need to get rid of what I call the sanctity of America or the righteousness of the system, which a lot of people fall into. And if you disagree well, with me, I that I don't that, fall if, into it. If you, I, I know you. <laughs> do, I know you don't. And, and I don't think any of us here do. I think all of us have a healthy disrespect and aloofness that yes. our generation comes—that comes, a uh, that comes as a characteristic of our generation. It comes with that. It's healthy. We, you have a healthy disrespect or healthy—I wouldn't say disrespect. Maybe I would. But you, you have a healthy skepticism, you have a healthy skepticism of, of the validity of our system. If you think that our system is so righteous that it does no wrong and to deny or to close your eyes to the realities of of what it's doing to certain people, then you're missing the point as well. And don't expect sympathy for your factory leaving when you can't accept that the system has screwed some people over. Right. To put it lightly, if you have you to accept both... If you're you a have guy to accept that. You have a woman. to be willing
0: to open your eyes to that. If you're a factory worker, male or female, that's lost your job, and you're still sitting there going, oh, leeches on the system. They're leeches. They're getting welfare. All them welfare. Like then you know you can't do that anymore you need to stop criticizing other people and and blaming other people for your problems that's the other thing man the the scapegoating that was rampant in trump's rhetoric man was well, just
1: uh, again and then how oh do you, my God. how do you
0: look at how do you look in the face of scapegoating and as a decent human being
1: and as a reasonable human semi-intelligent human being say well, he's just trying to, to play to my fears. Like, I, you should be able to see right through that. Why right. do you not see right through that? And don't don't talk about you know coming together and understanding my side when you're going to rallies and say Trump that bitch or or hang that bitch or whatever. Like, grab him in the pussy. That is even that. I mean, you don't don't expect sympathy from anybody else. You know, yeah, don't that, and don't and don't tell me that now he's my president. We got to wish for him to succeed when you didn't you do spent, that for Obama. You spent eight years obstructing. You. How many times did they vote against Obamacare? Like, but but. Again, you can point those things out over and over again, or you can say, you know what, our leaders don't get it. More importantly, or more appropriately, don't care, because they don't. You know what? You think, think Donald Trump cares about any of you? You're it, fucking kidding me. You know yourself. what I think's funny? What's that?
2: The fact that when Obama first became president, like all these people that voted for Trump were all like, "Not my president," and up in arms, and now that Trump become president. And, like, all the people that voted for Obama are doing the same thing. Now they're they saying, did. oh,
0: you just got to accept the president. You got to stand you know, behind your not, president.
2: Not my president and everything. And then everybody gets up in arms, you know, and puts them down for doing it. But at the same time, they did it back when Obama became president.
1: Right. And, and yeah, it's the hypocrisy of – the inevitable hypocrisy of the losing side right, of the winning uh, side. Yeah. Exactly. What, <clears throat> I just think it,
0: yeah. s- someone, someone eventually needs to step up and take the first <sighs> – Someone needs to be the first to stop up and go, you know what? I've made fun of you in the past. Uh, You know, I know that I've I acknowledge my own culpability in the division that is tearing our country apart. I mean, if that's one of the big things that we're talking about is the country is very divided. We're very balkanized in our different little. Our little groups, we have all our prejudices that are stacked up, and those prejudices keep getting reconfirmed and reconfirmed and reconfirmed by our little echo chambers on the Internet to kind of bring it all together here. So maybe it's Generation X, no matter what your affiliation, whether you're for Trump, you know, if you're in Gen X (coughs) and you voted for Trump or you voted for Hillary or you voted for Bernie or you voted for Gary Johnson, whoever you voted for... You need to, we need, I think, it's our mandate, it's, it's, it's a time here that we can step up and say, you know what, we're going to be the first ones to step up and say, you know what, I'm going to doubt myself. I'm going to say, okay, you know what, I've been stubborn and I've stood my ground too firmly and too stubbornly on this thing, this thing, this thing. I'm going to stop seeing you, my perceived enemy, quote unquote, as being the bad guy and start saying, hey, you're a human being, I'm a human being. And not to sound kumbaya, but this is utterly practical. I'm sorry, it's not kumbaya, it's practicality. It's like if we need, if we want to really stand as a nation together, someone needs to start saying, you know what, I, I've been in the wrong, I've made mistakes, I want to understand where you're coming from, and vice versa. And maybe that's us. I'd like to think that Gen X is the generation between the boomers and between the millennials to, I think, we can show the way. I'm I am I, I'm idealistic. I agree.
1: No, I, I think you need to take... That which offends you the most, that which angers you the most, take it, pick it, whether it's Colin Kaepernick or Black Lives Matter or the, the, the stars and bars, the rebel flag, take any one of those things and say, why, why does that, first of all, like you said, look at you first, look at me first. Why does that bother me so much? What about that do I hate? And then maybe say, well maybe play sympathy play the role of sympathizer to the other side and say why does that matter so much to that person is the, is that person just being a dick cuz they don't like me they hate me or is there something in there that means something to them right and, and if it, if there is something that means something to them how, and maybe it's misguided cuz it probably fucking is you know what i mean in, in a lot of situations but but take that and use that as the mediator say you know what i see what is dearest to you and i can I can reach out to that. I can relate to that on a human level. I don't like it,
0: but on a human level, I can see that something matters to you. It's the context. It's all about context. It's the opposite of being prejudiced and bigoted. It's seeing an individual for the individual they are. And this takes time, people. And we're so busy these days. we got all the little gadgets to entertain ourselves. And I feel like we've accelerated our lives so much that we we shorten each other to little sound bites and to little just blips and we've stereotypes forgat- more than we've ever done before we've forgotten to now interact with people yes right you're right right, right. Like everyone is just a stereotype forget about the leaders worse than it ever forget
1: was. about the Democrats or Republicans right. exactly good point Dan. Trump is let's just get, I mean Trump Trump is a bad guy whether he means most of what he says or not he is the problem but you know what? Let's group him in with the rest of our political leaders. They're all the problem because they haven't really done much for any side in a long time. A few exceptions here and there. Let's just get rid of that. I mean, that's, again, that's another scapegoat. We're we're pushing that aside. And that's another assumption. But let's say, you know what? As people, because most of us are middle class, most of us are average, everyday working human beings, let's say that we all have something in common and try and find it and say, you know what? <laughs> Wait, I, <laughs> I
2: have a question. yeah. What took us so long? To make this want to make Mm. this change what took our generation? Like you were saying did it take this? Happening for us to get off our asses. That's an excellent question then like why couldn't it have been like happened
1: (laughs) Right sooner. Why did it take? Why did it take this racist orange demagogue to really make (laughs) us go? Hey, wait a minute? We gotta stop arguing about everything. Like right. This. Uh,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I that's know. a very good
1: point. Yes, this did create that. Or hopefully, or, or hopefully, it will continue to push this movement. And and there is a lot to be done. And I think this maybe this is the catalyst for people taking action for once. Like, well, there you go. Let's do something.
0: Yes. Finally, we're we're finally t- try. Let's try to take responsibility as a generation rather than be sitting back and being aloof and being stubborn and being critical and being so skeptical and you know let's tap into because i remember our people our generation i feel like we're not just cynical and skeptical and aloof and bitter and i feel like there was a core of idealism because growing up you know coming of age in the 90s there was you know, and I hate not that MTV is the arbiter of our culture or whatever, <laughs> but I mean, there was MTV was still there. And I feel it like was the it biggest
1: was, mouthpiece, at least it at was the time, yeah.
0: at, still oh, in the 90s, it definitely in the 80s. Too. Definitely the 80s oh, but certainly. in the 90s, maybe it was fading. It was. But I mean, it was, you know, rock the vote and all the sustainability stuff that, you know, all the the green stuff that MTV was pumping into you. You know, I learned about recycling before sustainability was cool in the 90s. We had all those things like. Turn the, turn the tap off when you're brushing your teeth, man. Like, you know, it was – we were, I feel like, the first yeah, yeah, generation yeah. that was really getting into or at least being fed yep. sustainability and, and being good to the environment. You know, I feel like that really kicked in. And I feel like, you know, recycle, reduce, reuse. You know, and all those phrases that I got pumped into me from watching in TV, I Rock feel like – Rock the vote, like I mentioned earlier. Like Right. So if we, was, if we
1: can have a positive look on our future or positive outlook on our future, yeah.
0: why can't we still have that? Why, why can't we find that again? There was an idealism. There was an energy and an idealism to when we were, like, teenagers. I remember just our, our part of Generation X, maybe, you know, who were, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, going into college around 1995, you know, hitting that area, getting out of high school and going into college mid-90s. It, was, it felt like a positive time I, that was, like, full of promise and... Yeah, maybe. So I feel like there was that idealism that we we left that behind, unfortunately, when we got out of college and went into the working world, Mm -hmm. we bought into the same BS of the same older generations. Like work is suffering and the way this is just get your paycheck and get your American dream, you know, but even even while that was stuff was about to crumble and fall away, you know, so I feel like we we well, kind I, of lost we, our
2: footing. Well, I think, I we think had less less I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go go ahead. Go ahead. I think we had less um stuff being inputted to it, like like fed to us. You know what I mean? Cuz like I remember in, in school like in lunch class they had the that TV station thing and it would constantly be playing like stuff like you know you know save energy and you know, go out and vote and all this stuff. Like Are you talking about sport. Channel One. Yeah,
1: with Lisa Ling.
2: I don't remember the person, but I think that was her. You always had that in your ear, you know, even if it was like for a half hour to a 45 minutes. Yeah, and see, but like s- when you when you left when I left school, I didn't have that. You know what I mean? Unless right. I watched TV.
1: And what were our, what was our what were our political issues back then? I mean, I'm sure there were, but Bill I'm like, president, too. I think right, but I mean, we were, had, was there anything? You know, was the there, Gulf was no, war. there
0: was no? There was had the Gulf War right, but there yeah. was no. Was, there was no
1: necessary. There wasn't necessarily a movement. We we had it. We had, a, we had a, a different idea about society, no, but we didn't have a political movement like the baby boomers see, did, which they definitely did. They had the, the millennials had 9/11 and the war on the 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 farce that is the war on terror. They had something to define them in that sense. We just had a, what was deemed at the time a bad right. attitude. Right. But it was societal, mostly. I mean, we didn't have a real political issue to kind of sit on. Well, the rise
2: of grunge didn't help any either.
1: That That's not political <laughs> movement, though. Grunge is music. That's not well, political. Well, I know that, but, I mean, it still um,
2: perpetuated well, a stereotype that we were slackers. Oh, you mean about our, about our yeah, reputation? I'm like, about, well, yeah. Yeah. Dude.
1: Yes, I I agree with that, but that's, again, that's later Gen X. That's not necessarily the ones that went to college in the 80s that were <laughs> currently influenced by Reaganism.
2: Yeah, well, I was still in grade school in the 80s, so...
1: Right, but that's part of us as well, though. But they didn't even... I mean, they, I guess they maybe had, what, Star Wars, you know, the end of the Cold War, kind of, you know what I mean? What was their defining political movement that, you know, they had the anti-war... Reaganomics. Right, yeah, maybe, you know what I mean? We hit the 90s and we're like, well, society's bullshit, and, you know, and... We had a lot of structure beyond just the initial attitude.
0: I mean, I yeah. felt like the but, general but attitude of the '90s was that everything was cool. Like you know, yeah. America was. There were some, was, well, there were There were fringe political
1: movements, but they were fringe. That's what I'm saying. Like yes. they were fringe. The, the the atrocities in the world were there I think, just what, as much as they are now, but they were they were fringe. Well, they look, were not the malicious started in center. the nineties. When nine eleven hit, everything became political. Political issues became front and center again I think, and for the next generation. And extremism, and extremism, and extremism, right. and born of fear. Right, and that's with the demagoguery and the fear and 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 the, and the, and the non-ending f- ghost war. On terror that's still occurring, and it's still yeah. you know whatever iteration we it's in now. Yeah, I think, yeah. In the, I think in the thirteen nin- years later. I'm
2: sorry, 15, fifteen years later. I think in the '90s it was more like, you know, environmental stuff we were worrying about, and it was a lot of that.
1: Yeah, you know I, what I like, But that's what I'm saying. Like there was no yeah. like if you look at the the millennial well, besides Bill Clinton the you definition know, of the millennial generation. Or what what define Yeah, yeah, Monica Lewinsky. Seriously, that that's what you
2: have to bitch about. Like right. Hey, you know, man, he. It, that was a good time to be. It was a big deal
0: back then, right? Because I that's mean, all we I had I to made worry about. I a lot about. of money back then. I feel like that there yeah. was nothing. There was no big, yeah. you know, a great boogeyman. Right. right. You know, there was no. But right,
1: but and now there is. And now there is. And now, there is. and now there is, and that's where all this. Maybe that was where it this, this, this. It was a good thing. Maybe this Donald Trump. Phenomenon was inevitable. You know, the beginning of the of the of the fear mongering yeah. leads to this inevitably.
0: But see, it always comes back to the, the economy, thing. right? It's in always the, about the economy. In the nineties, in the nineties, all of the stuff that led to that led to Islamic extremism was being perpetrated. So in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, our company, our country, rather, sorry, forty and slip. <laughs> in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. So in the nineties, we were going over. We fought the Gulf War for oil. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, come Absolutely. on. And we we told Saddam we were assuming the come we on. were assuming the brown people there would never rise up. Would never hurt the Americans because we're right. too powerful. They're too afraid of us. And they didn't. Have they're the too. They don't have the technology. They'll never. And everybody loves us. I mean, the nineties, I think, was like so. B- we, we won the we cold. We won we were,
1: the Cold War. Right. We're going to be the ambassadors of the future. Right. <laughs> Come on, everybody, yes. follow our lead, we got this. Have you ever and what happened was, we pissed off the world, and it took, you know, nine years or so. When was the first uh, Twin Tower bombing? Remember that? 1993? Nobody talks about that anymore. 93? 93? Yeah, 92? Like yeah. It's 93, 93, because it was right after Clinton. Yeah, it was the van in the base. Right, nobody yeah. talks about that. Um, but that was the culmination of the Gulf War, the Mujahideen in, in, in Afghanistan. You've armed, you know, you've armed. Right. Osama to get bin the Russians Laden, out. right, to get the Russians out, you've armed a bin line, you have these, and you didn't follow through, you didn't, you didn't fix the situation once the war was over, you right. didn't help you just establish said, Thanks for your help. society, so the Taliban takes over, which we never talked about, we didn't hear about right. until 2001, you know, the Mujahideen, nobody knew what the hell that was until 2001, all the along tab- they were building man. in the 90s. What were you saying, Dan? I,
2: I was going to say, a little side yeah. note, have you ever seen the pictures of the foreign picture before and after pictures of Dubai? It's like night and day. It's y- like a desert y- wasteland and then like skyscrapers and. Oh, yeah. You know. What? You interrupted well, what about me it? for that? I,
0: what about it? I
1: interrupt you? You weren't uh, you were done talking. No, I mean, he interrupted me and then. <laughs> to get your point in, and <laughs> no, I was sorry, trying, to make, a, I was trying to make a point. Well, okay. And I apologize. What about but Dubai. you're right. Dubai. I don't think that has anything to do with the Mujahideen or no, the rise of Al Qaeda. I was just trying to make a
2: point that. Well, that's
1: all the oil money, man.
2: You know, that's went from desert like to from like yeah they build a
1: shopping mall in the desert i agree it's it's a it's a goofy place
2: from being like you know not having any technology to like having
0: like so what's that have to do with what we're talking
1: world. about right right
2: saying like that, that that i'm trying to prove <laughs> a point okay here. what's the point the point is like they have the technology now
0: right so you're saying we underestimated them. Exactly. Clearly, they're not just desert-dwelling plebes we're, we're exactly. who who just love camels and are Bedouins. Right, we're, you're right. We did underestimated you say Bedouins. Bedouins. Right, yeah. they're not Bedouins yeah. cruising around the desert. Well, say that next time. tell headed camel. I straight? Dan. No, I'm I, I, I like it. <laughs> Derek, continue. <laughs> I, I apologize. Were, fuck me. I don't know what hey, I was going to hey, say now. You. I did not mean to interrupt. The you. point
1: was, we don't. I was babbling. It doesn't matter. The point is we had it we had a we had a generation defining moment in 2001 and it wasn't our generation so where do we fall because I think we it was c- everybody's well defining uh, mm, moment from that in that point that's not what i mean i mean yeah, yeah that that yes yes that is a watershed moment in the history of the world and it did change things but as as far as you know the jfk assassination kind of defined the video But again the could
0: it have been our defining moment i mean that's the thing we were 20 f- i was 26 yeah. you know so we were all 24 mm-hmm. 25 26 you know, the three of us in this room. So, hey, we were still young. We were just getting into our professional careers, and then the world changed I mean, irrevocably. So remember. it's, yeah. you know, but now we're hitting. Working, yeah. But now we're hitting the f- our forties, and that's <laughs> when you're supposed to be. You know, you're in the prime of your life economically, most likely. Economically, uh, yeah. <laughs> not physically, you socially. Yeah, not know, physically. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, not physically. that's uh, not well. I've physically. never been in a prime ever in my <laughs> life physically. <laughs> How come I, I never got a prime? Right, I know. Uh, so I'll
2: be the prime of my life when I'm on my deathbed.
0: Let's let's agree maybe to not have regrets. Like I think that's one of the things that I try to avoid. But it's tough when you're starting to hit that middle age yeah. No regrets. Men of a certain age, no regrets. <laughs> try Stop not to have dead. regrets because I think that we need to. Now is the time to for us to step up. You know, we have this legacy of you know we, you know, we were idealistic back in the day. But then I think we let the aloof, pessimistic. Skeptical side of us went out. You know, I think there wasn't a, the idealism to Gen X, but we let it peter out. So now I think it's time to give it a renaissance. Uh, I think that's, for it, me, that's the takeaway. Here,
2: here's well, here's another yeah. question I'm going to pose. And I'm trying to get this in before you start talking. Just pose it.
1: I'm not talking. Pose it. Um,
2: knowing our history of our generation, is it going to take. Anger and violence to get us up off our asses.
1: I don't. I sure hope. I don't. I I, I think in a roundabout way, we're witnessing anger and violence and we're witnessing hate crimes that have jumped up in the past week four times what they normally are, according to the Southern Poverty Law Center. So, yes, in a a sense, that that type of anger is going to maybe force us to look at it and and handle it. Hopefully you mean. Not handle it in a violent manner. Right. Like we're not gonna have. We're not gonna. We're not gonna answer that violence with violence. Yes. We're gonna see what's going on and say, you know what, we're gonna change this without. One of the greatest lines I heard the other night was, you know, violence is the language of the impotent. You know what I mean? And that's it's simpletons that that react in these in these ways. Alt right, you know, right wing fascist whatever you want to call hate groups, like. Maybe th- we will s- we will be inspired by them doing these rotten things, and we will come to a a more peaceful solution.
2: Here's another question I'm gonna pose. Like, I see us doing this, and like, and this is like s- kind of helping out. You know what I mean? Like trying to spread the word. We're, we're
1: trying, yeah. We're starting. But, sure.
2: Is it gonna take a regular Joe to get things removed, or is it gonna have? Is it going to be like a politician? Is it going to be a a celebrity from our generation? I think. Like, do you understand? Yeah, what you're I, I agree. Yeah, where's
1: where's the where's the where's movement going to come from? Where's exactly. the where's the impetus going to come from? I think it's going to come from all of those things. Again, I think because the problem is so multifaceted mm-hmm. and because it's spread out over. The bulk of the population, the answers have to come from numerous sources because it's not going to come from one person. Well, frankly, I there is no leader that's no, going to fix this. But there's frankly, no one person that's going to have all the answers. It's got to come from a myriad of places. I think. I, I,
0: I, I frankly, think that.
1: Well, there's
2: got to be a spearhead somewhere. I think
0: Barack I Obama. Know, has I don't. I don't know that there's going to be. Shut up. I think Barack Obama. But point out talk the make, whole night and you're telling us to oh shut up. Oh my god. Get out of here. You're like I a, have you're not like talked a 90%er. Go ahead, princess. Whoa. <laughs> Listen, sorry for the misogyny. Go ahead, prince. Look at that misogyny It's, it's everywhere. right there. It's everywhere. Check your privilege.
1: Check <laughs> your
0: privilege. Ah. <laughs> uh, Do we know? Forget it. I don't want to say it. No, check, uh, check your privilege before you wreck it. <laughs> 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 I think that you guys are great. And I want to stop it. <laughs> stop it. Make <laughs> your point. Make your point. No, you have already interrupted. Make your point. Uh, listen to you. You're browbeating me. Damn it. <laughs> Dad, don't lock me in the closet again. <laughs> no, uh, I you think can't that I was inspired meat. by Barack Obama. You're talking about politicians. He went high. I think he, they always talk about yeah. when they go low, we go high. He he may have been biting the he may have been trying not to vomit into his mouth when he was sitting <laughs> there talking to Orange makes, Hitler. Yeah. When he was talking to Orange Hitler the other yeah, day, yeah. who was oh my god and, you know in the White House, he was going high. He's like, listen, I'm going to show you the robes, man. And Trump looked honestly traumatized. Like I he think d- he definitely they must did, have showed yeah. him like the aliens were real in Area 51 and shit right. like that or whatever. But like, he was like, oh my god, now I have actually have to do work. Right. Not like he looked like he was traumatized, but I think Obama gave us the example of like going high when everyone else goes low. He's going to go, "Okay, orange Hitler, here's where we keep the cutlery and like I, he's going to say, "Here's the secret codes and, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm not going to just going to go screw you, not my president. I think we need to follow the outgoing president's example." I,
2: did you hear? No. Did, I I don't know if this is nope. true or not. But like usually when the next president comes in, the former and the, the new one take picture with their their significant others. And apparently Michelle Obama's like, nope, not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I knew I liked her.
0: So you say no. I mean, not support no, Trump. Not, I'm not saying support Trump. I don't. Uh, I'm not saying support Trump. I'm saying take that example to the grassroots street level and be willing to go, okay, like you said, okay, Mr. Stars and Bars, I don't know. I really hate the – I really hate that flag that you love so much, but I'm going to try – For the sake of unity, for the sake of trying to heal these divisions, I'm going to try to understand your context of your particular life rather than just calling you stupid redneck like all the other rednecks and taking your humanity away because I don't want you to do the same to me. And that's what I said earlier. But as far as Trump succeeding, no, I don't want his policy. I mean,
1: he has a few things like congressional term limits, but I don't want his policies to succeed. I don't want his version or his vision to come to fruition I don't want that I don't agree with what he says I don't want every person carrying a gun and concealed a concealed weapon I don't want stand your ground everywhere in the country I don't want to get rid of Medicare and Medicaid and Obamacare I don't want to get rid of those things I don't want to overturn Roe v. Wade I don't well, want to overturn gay marriage that is the one I'm worried that about more than anything I think that's gone you think so and that's a serious issue because that's most because of the countries there's I think religious it's what, people that he's well bringing in. i see here's the thing I, Yes, you're right. It's it's the fanatics about it, but you know, 19% I think of it I think it's 19% of the country is is absolutely against abortion in any form whatsoever. But the rest of us have varying degrees of difficulty with it. Yeah. So if it's 20% or whatever in that range, why is that such a, why is that being overturned when 80% of the country is either Comfortable with it Or okay with it Or for it Or or, or we've moved on In a way <sighs> But I don't want that To be overturned I mean I don't want this To turn into a Roe v. Wade Conversation That sounds like A whole other episode altogether, But this But I don't want si- that Here's I know why answer. I mean I know why It's the base I know why But I don't want that To be the outcome of that Because I think I that's wrong I think that puts us back I think Absolutely. that hurts us it's,
2: it's like Two steps forward Five steps back Yeah
1: not only for women's rights, which I do believe there is an aspect of that, obviously, but I, you know, I think I think abortion has helped. First of all, abortion's not going to go away if you overturn Roe v. Wade. You're going to have you're, you're women aren't going you know to die as much. You know
2: what I heard? They said, they said today that if if you want to do get an abortion, you have to go to a blue state. They're going to make them go. Well, they're today. they're
1: they're they're getting. They've been working on.
0: They, there was a. But, there's only purple states, Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. No red or blue.
2: I, I saw a thing on Facebook today. When abort,
0: when it comes to abortion, and then we go back to red and blue. Okay, yeah,
1: I'll give you that one. I
2: yeah. saw a thing on Facebook today. They're like, if you, the best way to troll, uh, Pence, is to donate to Planned Parenthood. Yeah, he,
0: Planned Parenthood's getting like record numbers of donations in his name.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I think that's hilarious.
1: I do
0: don't. I don't know. I. I think that the our better angels are going to win out, and I, I would like to think that something as landmark as Roe v. Wade. I, I mean, I think you need somehow. To get, I think we're you gonna, need to get some resistance in
1: government, would they and you
2: need turn that. It's been
1: it, because the, if you get a Supreme Court that says nope, all of a sudden they can change your mind, and it's not. That's what I'm saying. Like that's another. Again, that's a whole other. That's a whole other episode. But talking about the reading of the like. Following the Constitution literally or figuratively or however you want to put re- following the Constitution, it's all open to interpretation, so you can't say flat out he needs to follow the Constitution, but that's another issue. But yeah. it's open to interpretation, and you have conservative judges and you have liberal judges, and they can overturn it. And if they do, that's going to set America back in a lot of ways, a lot of years, you know, I know. and it's going to cause more problems than it's going to solve. Because it's Pandora's box has been open on that one, and I don't see why we need to go back.
2: I know that it's like hard for people to do like make decisions not based on their beliefs, but that is one big problem with this country. We need to these politicians need to make decisions not based on their beliefs. And I think a lot of things could be worked out that way. <laughs> You know I think they do, but
1: I think they have to appease their base as well. well and and the Trump get Pence of the base, ba- the Trump chur- church and state. there's no getting rid of the base. Separation the the, the base state. the base is is what drives the parties. I do you mean know that's. What I'm saying, I agree. I understand right, but you that have people That's that don't believe in well, the, that. There's, there's people that want to inject the church you're back. We're mixing a couple issues issues. I think, are, think this is, I think yeah. this is, an, uh, this is a topic and I, this is a topic for another episode. I believe yeah. this is, <laughs> yeah. you're mixing a lot of different there's aspects of our society of in this stuff one. to unpack. But the, <laughs>
0: that.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know.
0: I mean, we've been going for about an hour now. I mean, uh, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna try to wrap this up and keep things to an yeah, hour, I guess, maybe. Or? I
1: say we call it. Let's leave it at this. Get involved. Join an organization. Donate to an organization if you have the means. You have know, you ever heard of that, that wolf pack? Hit. Have you ever heard of this? It's a no. Is it a super pack? Is it no?
2: A, they're like a group against. Uh, the, I guess for the revolution or whatever. Right, but that doesn't really solve any I don't. I, I don't. I haven't looked into it, so
1: I don't know. All
2: I only right, well, heard about it from T Y T.
1: Do some inf- do some looking up uh, about the wolf pack and come back at us next one because I would like okay. to know more. I don't think a revolution is appropriate for this, honestly. I don't really want to see armed resistance in the streets. But I don't know if it's like that, though. Political revolution, yeah. you mean. Well, let's hope. Well uh, But I mean but there's other ways you can do it. I mean, Planned Parenthood and there's you know there's there's all kinds of advocacy groups, there's the ACLU, whatever you want to get involved. Yes. In. Start with that. If you've never done it before Speak up. Go online. It's very you wanna use the internet for something good, you know, go
0: and sign up online. Get smart. involved. Yeah, stop there's sitting no, on the sidelines. Yeah, get in, get in uh, the game, as they say. Yeah, and start and start maybe Donate, getting a more open write mind. Write a letter, yeah. Keep an open mind, start some trying to reach across the aisle to someone that you normally wouldn't, someone you would normally not want to relate to. Maybe that's another right opening yourself up try to try and, to understand try. a person as an individual rather than a meme or a stereotype. Try and find bug. the humanity in somebody else. Try and
1: find the humanity in another issue, more or less. If you don't know anybody on that side of the aisle or that side of the issue, try and find humanity in the issue. Try and if possible,
0: you know, come a walk away from the sanctity of what you hold most dear. Yeah. If possible. Kill those sacred cows, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely want to hear from anyone, so anyone listening to this podcast, you know, check in, chime in Please, on Please, yeah. send us a message on the Facebook page, chime in on the podcast page on Podbean. Definitely want to get you guys into the discussion and get everybody talking, thinking and acting and getting out there and instead of just sitting around arguing like mm-hmm. the three of us, right? So all I also
1: right. want to put out there, Anthony. I think we're working on another movement, another social activism yeah, on movement. Period. movement bowel, not just a bowel movement. I'm not ready. We're it, around. We're gonna have we we'll have a little bit more preparation, maybe in All a couple right. weeks, and get that out. And then maybe the next episode. That's we'll, right. You're teasing we'll, that a little bit. I like the, that. the Gen X men will have an answer, Ooh, a small yeah. answer, but a start. We will have a way to. To get involved, we'll have some, some initiatives.
0: All right. I like that. Next time teaser. around. A little yeah. teaser for the future. All right. Yeah. Very nice. You know how to tease. Oh, the, yeah.
2: Is that going to be the whole podcast, or are we going to talk about no, something?
0: No,
1: that's going to be... Who knows, man? Who knows? I don't know. I feel like at this point, throw, like,
0: next episode, we need to talk about something like light, like a pop culture, or like I don't know. I like Maybe like the detox. I don't know. but we'll Like the
1: best movie of the 90s?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. The best movie of the 90s. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll bra- it was
1: Braveheart. I mean, conversation's over. Yeah, so was, Maybe Dan will be feeling a little more political next time. He can... No, well, he's shaking his head. No,
2: Jesus. Well, Christ. I do does. agree with you very, very far.
0: Well, hey, it, it be, also right? it depends yeah. on if we get some feedback from some people. Maybe they'll help us steer the discussion and pick a topic for next time. So. We might.
1: We might also want to branch out. Maybe bring a guest or two. I think we need some female voices in this next episode. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we need to reach bring out that way. We have yeah. a, we have a nice big mixer now. We can <laughs> add a microphone or. Well, yeah, a microphone. Yeah, yeah we can a, we'll, we'll get it, we'll buy a microphone stand. We can all talk into, or we maybe another a pair of get headphones. We're, get we're a expanding.
0: Touch in here. Yeah, exactly. We're def- <laughs> email perspective. <laughs> we're gonna
2: right. take your opinion and ram it down your
0: right. throat. Down with the patriarchy. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> Our wives are gonna listen. <laughs> to this That's a whole say, other episode uh,
1: too. Dickhead, you forgot about this, and I'm gonna go. <sighs> all right. Well, come on next time. <sighs> all,
0: all right. right. Well, hey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Get, <laughs> Get out of here. All yeah. right. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch S- you on the next episode. See you next time. All right.
1: Peace. Bye bye.
0: Later. <laughs> <laughs>